Hello and welcome to your space, your time. Check in and listen to yourself just as you are in this moment. How many of us can give ourselves this luxury or a simple opportunity to simply meet ourselves with no agenda but to learn about where we are, what's going on inside us, what's alive, what have we experienced so far, what have we lived through today. And yet that this seems to be the most powerful thing I have ever come across in my entire 49 years. Oh yes, on that note, I'll be celebrating my 49th birthday in the coming month. Coming back to our topic of why is this so powerful, so life-altering, game-changer. This simply meeting ourselves. You know, we all know about this book, the power of now and yet having heard it or read it many of us still do not really get it do we maybe maybe not but if you're someone like me who has gone through hell and back a million times for 40 40 years at least then one day you begin to doubt every single thing anyone tells you about life, about how to find happiness, about how to find peace and joy and success and love and abundance. and You doubt every single bit of it. Well, there are very well-researched reasons for it childhood trauma or repeated trauma throughout life eh, may jeopardize your relationship with trust, the simple fabric that keeps us going to the next day, every day, throughout our life. Trust, a natural ability that most of us have if our early years have been safe, soothing, caring and yet many of us may have had that still carry this notion carry this belief carry this idea that's not enough so whatever may be the reason if you are one of them one of us rather whose experience of life has been intense and extreme you may find yourself in the same place, not willing to trust anyone, anything that talks about how to live better. Instead, you may go on an expedition trying to figure it out yourself. Reinvent the wheel, investigate, inquire, go on a self-discovery. And that's really interesting. In fact, I think there should be a subject in every school, every college. To experience your inner world 
your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, the stories you carry, your belief systems, and really just experience them. Don't analyze them so much. Experience them. Make friends with them. Find a way to meet them just the way they are. And that's the power. That releases a rare human potential, which nothing else seems to. And I'm going to start talking about a lot of stories from my life. To hear myself, to hear the journey that has thus passed and still unfolding and find a new footing in this dynamic shifting self. I'm just looking at at a mosquito that landed on my arm and I thought maybe I should not squat it. Once again we will start us checking by simply sitting Letting go of all that air in our head. Another one, all the air in our heart. And all that air in our bodies easing into this moment. Sitting quietly. Just noticing things that surface, that come up alive. When I'm sharing something with you, what comes alive in you? Feelings, thoughts, memories, ideas, experiences. Why do we need them? Why do we need so much experience? Why isn't a little bit enough? We have an experience of an ice cream and very soon we want one more. We have an experience of a cool breeze and we yearn for yet more cool, gentle breeze. We have an experience of um, adventure sports and we want to go again. Why is just one experience not human for you, not enough for human beings? Most of us, for many it is enough. It takes a long while before one experience has lived itself through entirely through our beings, completed its journey through our inner worlds. And if you're creative, if you're inquisitive, if you're curious, you find yourself drawn to examine various aspects of an experience. Let it journey through you, travel through you in different ways. Let it move through you, isn't it? Well, coming back to What does it really do? What do all these stories and experiences and memories and beliefs and emotions and feelings and intelligence and thoughts and ideas, inspiration and motivation, excitement, what 
What are all that stuff that makes us who we are? What does it really do? And as we grow, we keep having more and more of it. Well, some of us get exhausted. We want no more. But it's natural for human beings to want more of it, more of life, more of the stuff that life is made of. I suspect it has something to do with feeling intimate, feeling like we matter, feeling seen and heard and, and, and uh, accounted for. It's a very important need in homo sapiens. We need to be seen and heard for who we are. And it begins very early in childhood and I suspect and I wonder what you feel about it that maybe it's because we got that attention as soon as we were born. We're cute little babies, all of us. Cute little babies. No matter what condition we came to the planet, came to life in, but we're all cute, innocent babies, like little puppies, like little kittens. And the first reaction we got from everyone around us, well, for most of us, is of adoration, of complete acceptance, of unconditional acceptance. At that time when we were born, I'm sure nobody looked at us and said, well, something's wrong with this one. Or, or well, I don't think she's as cute or, you know, in general, in general, hypothetically speaking, it was all of us were unconditionally welcomed to life, especially by the people who mattered the most, our mothers and fathers. We were loved, we were accepted more than loved. I, I think the word is accepted, we were totally unconditionally accepted. No one said that, oh, if you cry and wail a little less, then I will love you more. Or if you gurgle a little more and goo 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 a little more, then I'll think the world of you. There were no conditions. And that was our first memory of life. We came into life and immediately found great acceptance. In fact, we found doting acceptance. I'm sure for hours and hours and hours, our mothers especially, and even our fathers, could not take their eyes off us. They just found nothing, nothing of comment in us but acceptance. And then as we grew, that little dream of the bubble of experience of acceptance started breaking. We were shocked, I guess, to find that, oh, I have to perform now. I have to better drink my milk if I want the same love and ex acceptance from my caretakers, my parents or whoever that may be. And slowly that bubble of perfection of unconditional acceptance and intimacy and allowance of being whoever we wanted to be just doing what we like you know throw our hands in the air burp a little fart a little cry if we like at ungodly hours ask for extra food and milk and and we were given everything we wanted till we were tiny babies but no longer than just a year and that bubble slowly started breaking, popping and we slowly realized we have to show up in a certain way and that was really uncomfortable truth 
maybe that is what we keep carrying that traumatic experience that in order to continue feeling that safety that soothing affection that intimacy that we found in very early childhood we continue to bargain with the world and we continue to accept and play that game that i'll do anything just don't take your attention off me i'll do anything just just keep me in your arms keep me warm keep me safe but no matter how hard we try that's not to be anymore we just have to keep growing up and up and up but my question to myself one day was to learn how to be intimate with myself again to experience that intimacy and as i posed these inquiries to myself i found that i found that i experienced these that's very kind of an even deeper intimacy with myself when i paint or when i write something or even now when i listen to my voice and something is speaking through me i i do not prepare what i'm going to share because like i said it's a journal it's a diary a voice diary so it doesn't make sense to prepare but i'm taking some mental notes throughout the day maybe i should talk about this to myself and maybe i should sit in presence with this particular experience i had today when the moment arrives of making this podcast i really don't remember i just flow with the moment and i'd love to talk about what a moment is to me and see if that makes sense to you what is a moment and how do you stay in that moment and how does one moment go to the next moment but that's the next topic for now let's talk about intimacy and i'm sure of this every one of us has experienced that intimacy with self at some point but didn't probably recognize it well enough didn't have access to it again didn't have approval or validation or some form of uh, access to it later but now that so many of us are waking up to our true potential or that's not the right word to our true needs our core values so many of us are waking up to that i come across so many people who have experienced some form of deep personal intimacy it may even feel spiritual but it actually feels very real it feels all of it, it feels real spiritual what else every physical um imaginative um energetic organic natural i said natural right <laughs> yeah it does and that for me came through painting and i painted thank god since i was a little girl and i taught hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people to paint intuitively paint from the moment paint meditatively but i don't really like the word meditative paint uh, playfully curious playful paint or even singing or even just free flowing writing or even uh, dancing or even cooking or even just walking 
you feel that intimacy because there's something happening there what's happening there tell me let's take a moment to think about what is happening there that's not happening in spaces like let's say largely speaking let's say conversations or boardrooms or meetings or relationships largely speaking it's we don't see it happening there to a great extent what is it that's happening when you paint free flowing or even otherwise even if you take a photograph and say i'm going to paint but i would say the free flowing painting has a greater element of that intimacy and and deep connection and and love and and a feeling of empowered mm, aliveness like you just matter and there's no one around and you don't seek anyone around and yet so why is it maybe maybe because it is an engagement of being in the now with the uncertain so try this out if this helps and uh, let me know i mean let someone know <laughs> try it out that you sit with a picture of a flower or a ball or a cup or something and you say i'm going to try and copy that okay and while you do that take note of what is your aliveness quotient how are you feeling how alive and energetic and present and focused and and satisfied are you feeling 0 to 10 and then after you finish that take a little break and then start just free flowing painting like don't think of what your next stroke is going to be like like just flow one stroke and then wait and see where the next stroke is wanting to go instead of go one tiny stroke at a time and do nothing more maybe even just take one color or even just doodle and all the time you check with your breath into your body and what does it really feel like which one feels better or more intimate or more interesting well to me the second one feels better why because it's totally in the now there is absolutely no agenda and the earlier one the first one the former one you have already set a structure in place that i'm going to copy this image try to replicate cre- recreate it with my sketch so there is already a structure in place you already have a past present and a future but when you are just free flowing this only the present you're not having any structure there is no time there's no space actually you're in the moment and what happens in the moment it opens up a kind of a portal a kind of a gateway to to other dimensions like your imagination your sensory perception parts of your memory uh levels of empathy and self connection rise so your understanding of things uh that happened to you and your interpretation of events begins to alter because you're in that very singular moment 
engaged intimately with it it's the same thing with 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 sports and dance you know you, you may have speed and you'll experience the same thing i have a very long and interesting story about what happened one day in 2016 when i was so fed up i had, had enough of being in the state of anxiety panic year after year repeatedly the same cycle for nearly 40 years and then one day i had enough so i stopped fixing myself completely it's not such a linear narrative you know so many layers to it so many things happened around it but i'd love to tell you that story in the next podcast and how that whole looking at things as they occur taking notes of it for yourself as they occur in your own language whichever way you saw them that shifted everything so so it was like my first hand experience of life and what i feel out of it and i'm sure there are many other people who've done great research in that subject and they've found so much more but that is only that research what made a difference to me was not some research and not some great book but someone who lived a life like that and shared her and his life space with me friendship their stories of their everyday life that shifted and brought home this great trust again back in life much greater than i would have ordinarily had so i'm actually very grateful to all that childhood trauma and repeated trauma throughout youth and uh, so on because like i said earlier in the earlier episode that the tunnel was carved deep due to that trauma and then it left but it did leave the tunnel behind that deep well and now it's getting filled with new experience new experiences loving experiences kind experiences but it's running that deep still you get my point <laughs> so with that i think i want to skip my promise of 25 minutes oh we have a few more minutes left i would love you to try this exercise of painting without intention without uh, you can have an intention that you want to feel relaxed or you want to feel some clarity in a certain area or you want to feel love and kindness but have no direction have no structure to it don't decide what you're going to paint just take the brush and start with one stroke if you like you can have some music but i love silence because you're using all your five senses keep the ears like a sponge absorbing the sound around it's like just enjoying the sound around just licking at the delicious stuff of the senses and then let your eyes skim over things you know keep them soft and feel the seat you're sitting on feel the underneath of your feet your soles and then just go one stroke at a time almost like your breath is getting the stroke done you know you breathe in 
and breathe out with a stroke and dip into the color and again breathe in and breathe out with a stroke and just the one stroke will inform the next stroke what it wants to be where it wants to go how it wants to move what it wants to become and your attention is on that curiosity of like let me see what's happening next but not deciding like a driver that I'm going to drive this brush stroke up the paper and turn it into a mountain and then I'm going to drive it sideways and I'm going to turn it into a bird no 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 you just follow the stroke let it lead essentially what you're doing is so many layers to this of my favorite topic you're learning to deal not deal is not the right word you're learning to make friends with uncertainty this is the pathway these are the little little tiny steps into the heart of uncertainty because on the paper there's nothing in your mind there is nothing you are not deciding you're saying i'm going to just free float fly let go of the hill and just fly and this is what i did since the age of 8 unknowingly i could never let go of my paint box and brush and pencils and paper and cuz something was telling me to something was telling me nurturing me in that space and i didn't know what till a long time it just felt good and then slowly one aspect one part of it revealed one part of it revealed and then another till in 2016 all damn broke loose and it showed me its entire magnificent picture in all its glory and i really want to share that story with you in the next podcast i hate to call it my awakening and some stuff like that because i would say homecoming like i just felt like i'm home in myself and i'm fine absolutely fine without having to tell myself that i'm fine or do any more uh healing or self therapy of any kind at all it's just and yet it's taken me the next 5 years to really stabilize in it and i would say i'm going to continuously be trying to stabilize and it's never going to be like oh i'm 100% home if i say that then i must be dead right because <laughs> there is no such place as 100% home you're constantly trying to stay home and reach home in your center in your groundedness in your joy in your in your light in your passion in your vision whatever that is and that constantly staying in it keeps you there if you're already there then probably you're dead or some figment of imagination some projection but not real real stuff is like a tree constantly trying to be a tree it's not saying i'm a tree forever it's always wakes up next morning it in next moment and it's still trying to be a tree it's like it's like the birds are constantly trying to figure out if is it still the bird <laughs> so and that's another metaphor that when do you learn balance when you bicycling and you learn balance when is it that you learn it would you say that when you actually start learning to ride the bicycle and you're going all zip zap down the street that you've learned to balance no that is when you're enjoying the balance you're celebrating the balance you learned balance in that moment when you're falling the falling and learning of balance was 
simultaneous. Every time you fell, you learned a bit about the balance and you went back and said, I'm going to try one more time and see if I can get it. So the word get it, you know, you just keep constantly trying to get it. So living is like that. You're trying to constantly get it. If you ever think that you got it, then there's something wrong. <laughs> something is missing. I would be cautious, but I'm no expert. I'm just sharing my story. With that, let's take another delicious breath. Drum on our chest. Touch our face. Oh, expand our chest and arms. And I promise to tell you that story tomorrow. For now, goodbye. And I love you. <laughs>